Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. We have America's Heroes Group Roundtable with clean energy infrastructure partner Zodiac Solutions, LLC. Today is Saturday, April 2nd, 2022. April is Sexual Assault and Autism Awareness Month. Uh, Our host is Cliff Kelly. I am his co-host, Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of the incredible Scouts Honor Productions. Uh, today, we have some partners with us, Rob Howard, who's a U.S. Navy veteran and president and CEO of Zodiac Solutions, LLC. We also have Ron, Rod Matthew, who is a U.S. Navy veteran, owner of uh, Brevian Energy, specializing in microgrid technologies and renewable energy. And we also have as a panelist the esteemed, the esteemed Danny K. Davis, the Honorable Illinois 7th Congressional District Congressman and America's Heroes Group Advisory Board member. Today's discussion is going to be centered around updates on broadband and charging uh, solutions and stations uh, and their their agenda for the near future. Um, I'm actually going to uh, start off um, with... Congressman Davis? Okay, great. Okay, so we're going to start with um, talking to uh, Rob and Rod. Uh, We're waiting for uh, Congressman Davis to join us. As you know, this nation is still moving forward and very busy. Our congressional members are scrambling, doing all kinds of things for us. And just one note uh, is the Ukrainian situation, uh, that we are really supportive of uh, the things that they have to do. And that we are, uh, you know, make we're behind them in uh, their efforts to try to save their country. And uh, Congressman Davis is is uh, going to be with us in a moment. But what are you thinking about uh, this whole uh, energy thing? Uh, I'll start with Rob uh, Howard. Uh, what do you think this broadband and charging stations really means? We're already looking at these pump prices going up for uh, gas and petroleum. So where are we moving with this? Well, it. it- it, well, first of all, glad to be glad to be here with you today. Um, no, it, it really is something that we need to take a step back and look at it holistically. Um, it is really important for us to recognize that while we're talking about a slice of our energy usage and where we're going in, in the economy, but we still need to recognize that until we get to a point to where we are really focused on renewable and reliable and sustainable energy, it's 
these situations can happen. Basically, you have someone where we are tied to, and people don't realize we were buying Russian oil as well. It's not that much, but still, our our NATO allies in Europe, it was a huge amount. So we need to, to become self-sufficient and be able to market and produce uh, microgrid technology, not just here at home, but to be able to help places like Puerto Rico, where they have these issues around hurricanes and things like that, South Texas, Florida. We need to really be thinking this through. So I, I think it's without going to, you know, you, you don't want to forget about the people and what they're going through. Right, right. But as someone who believes in projecting um, where we need to go, this just, it, it highlights how important it is. And as we're talking about these charges, as for an example, um, mm-hmm. Roger can tell you, yeah. um, we have options. We really do, and they have such great commercial applications, not just, um, you know, residential applications. So I just think it, it's something, it highlights how important it is for us to figure out, okay, we need a real energy plan. Great, great. Yeah, we have, we have actually uh, Congressman Davis that's joined us, and uh, Congressman Davis is the Honorable uh, Illinois 7th Congressional District Congressman and America's Heroes Group Advisory Board member. He actually is uh, iconic, uh, you know, as you know, here in Chicago, but within the nation and around the world. So I'm, you know, every time I walk down the block, I'm wondering which block is Congressman Davis on right now? Is he on a block here, block in D.C., block in <laughs> everywhere, anywhere you want to mention in the world? He is uh, has a presence all over the place. And uh, the committees he sits on are really vital to our national interest and security. And so, Congressman Davis, without further ado, <laughs> you can give us a little bit about this updates on broadband and charging stations agenda. Well, Dr. Allen, let me just thank you and also say hello to your guests. And I certainly enjoyed listening to his explanation mm-hmm. and information relative to where we are. I guess, you know, we fared very well, given the fact that we've gone through a pandemic. Uh, There's been tremendous levels of uncertainty. And I must confess that Russia scares me to death. I I mean, Putin acts like he is in a different world. And, And that he seemed to have not a great deal of concern what's going on. I've spent a great deal of time, especially in the last several weeks, in what we call Ukrainian Village in Chicago. I am fortunate and delighted and have represented a large Ukrainian community in Chicago for the last 20 years or so. And, and, And so... You know, I guess we've had rallies every week. We've been keeping vigils. Of course, we've been supporting everything that comes out of Washington, suggesting that we need additional resources to get into Ukraine just to try to slow this uh, fellow down, us. Stop him 
But yeah, we 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 do purchase, and we have been purchasing uh, oil from from every place almost that we can get it, uh, any place that we can get it, and certainly some from Russia. But you know, trying to figure out why we can't live in a peaceful existence. Realizing that the world has enough resources, but then there are some people who are just plain greedy. I, I mean, they're greedy. Uh, they're like people. They're people who are greedy. So I think Putin is greedy and and wants to reestablish Soviet Union when many of the people who've been apart don't want to be apart. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. they don't want to be apart. Yeah. Of, and, and the propaganda, oh, my God. It, ooh. Yes, yes, yes. It, it's <laughs> unbelievable in terms of what they put out, suggesting that 85 90% of the people in Russia are in a Why would people be in agreement with that? Yes, they wouldn't. No, they would not. And, you know, Congressman Davis, you bring up a really excellent point because, you know, when we're talking about broadband and uh, charging stations, what Putin did, the first thing he did was try to cut out the media, cut out broadband communication, cut the people off from access to reliable sources of information and truth. And, uh, you know, so this whole broadband thing, this expansion of it, is really trying to get people to get involved with the educational systems, with the global um, the global economy, and making sure that we're moving forward in a peaceful way, as you're mentioning. That's what our Constitution is based on. That's what democracy is based on. He's trying to threaten that very life force that we have, you know, to move forward. And so part of that is this whole broadband situation, the charging stations for vehicles, electric vehicles. We're looking at, you know, the, the gas prices and, you know, energy dependence that we have on oil. And we said we're moving in a different direction. We're looking at environmental things. You know, the, the coldest spot on Earth uh, that uh, it was in Antarctica just a few days ago was 70 degrees above where it should be. And these things are happening. This is all part of this whole global picture and the broadband, why we need these things. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had an invitation last Sunday to visit with a lady and her daughter. Mm-hmm. She has been, she had just returned from, from Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, and we had helped her with the passport and all of, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so her family was celebrating a little bit out in Naperville. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get a chance to go, but I certainly wished them well. And she's been to every continent yes. in the world. She's been mm-hmm. to every continent. But, you know, broadband, well, mm-hmm. technology, period, yes, uh, is increasing and has increased. You know, when you think of it, Space stations and 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 the ability to commandeer the environment, and of course, I'm heavily involved in the greening 
<laughs> movement yes. because I do believe <laughs> that, uh, you know, we're going to burn up some things if we're not careful. And and I was talking to someone the other day, and we were kind of chatting philosophically about the Bible mm. and, and that the things that are there and the way they're couched, uh, you know, after Noah's and the people experienced the flood, and and they got a sign that's going to be fire the next time, not going to be water, and trying to slow that down and 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 make it happen, but also to make sure that a large segment of the population, that low income people people in rural America, people in wastelands of urban America, also have the opportunity to experience the goodness and the greatness of these technological advances. So I give um, President Biden and, and, and people that I work with some real credit for helping to make that possible, providing resources for people to purchase equipment, uh, giving people money, low-income people, money to connect uh, with the technological opportunities, and ultimately with this great big piece of action that we did in terms of infrastructure and and you know illinois got over like a fat rat if i have to say so. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, with the infrastructure bill yeah mm-hmm. 17 billion dollars <laughs> you know that that's a nice piece of change yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for illinois and so we've been talking with our local officials and with the governor and the mayor's office and the Department of Transportation trying to make certain that as this comes online, Mm -hmm. that small businesses, women-owned businesses, African-American-owned businesses, that all of these different entities get an opportunity to play in that arena or to do business in that arena so that we're not sitting on the sideline just talking about how great it is, Mm -hmm. but actually experiencing it and making some of the money. Right. Having access to the resources. Yeah, I know. I know Rob Howard and Rod um, Matthew probably agree very deeply because they're both <laughs> very deeply involved in this field. But Rod, you know, w- uh, one of the things is that you're a U.S. Navy veteran, and uh, you know, Peruvian energy. You know, what, what's your perspective on this? I, you know, we just christened a new no- nuclear submarine, so I have to salute the Navy today. Uh, <laughs> it just took off. So, <laughs> what is what is your uh, take on this? I mean, what we're, we're really seeing. Um, a change in the way energy uh, is really going to be dispatched and how it's really even thought about uh, here in the very near future, right? Um, 
you got we have things like microgrids that are taking place um, that are <clears throat> we really kind of decentralizing the energy infrastructure that we have currently. Um, right now, we have a lot of aging assets, uh, as the congressman just really described, that we really need to be upgraded. And thanks to the infrastructure uh, package that was passed, uh, some of that stuff is going to happen. But um, even even with this, you know, this is another you know revolution. Uh, what we saw in the 1800s, we saw the Industrial Revolution and how that had an effect uh, with technology uh, really kind of um, making things more efficient. Um, then you had the Information Revolution that happened, you know, 70s, 80s with the advance of the Internet. And now this is a whole another revolution that you're going to see with, with energy. And uh, as the Congressman also stated, uh, we want our people to take part in this, one, to have the benefits of the technology, but secondly, and I think most importantly, to uh, have uh, some of the benefits economically from this as well. We want to be a part of uh, deploying these technologies and, and, and benefiting financially from these as well. So uh, we don't want to miss this. And it's really been our mission uh, to make that happen. Yeah, you know, be the boots on the ground. You know, you could, you could bring up a great, great point because one of the things is that in order to be part of this uh, revolution, you have to learn, you have to have the training and the skills. You know, we now we talk about STEAM, you know, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics, how important that is for our children. But we have to also make sure the educational system is keeping up with what we need as a people in the communities and making sure that they are being trained for these jobs that are coming down the road and for business opportunities as well, you know, making sure that we're part of that uh, process. You know, so, so Congressman Davis, what do you think we need to be doing as individuals in our communities to support companies like this? You know, with uh, Rob, and, uh, you know, Rob Howard and, and Rod Matthew, you know, they are out there with Zodiac Solutions and with Brivian Energy. You know, so what, what do we need to do as people to support these companies or I think, mm-hmm. Dr. Earl, I, I, I think we have to be assured and, 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 and know. You know, I was at a banquet last night at a church, and, of course, um, there weren't enough waiters and waitresses, and, you know, it was a big crowd. It was a great event, but some people were getting a little irritated. You know, because they didn't have the waiters and all. And I said to people, I said, you know, please, just give the people a little play. They didn't have everything in place that they wanted to have mm-hmm. and everything that they needed. But we have to do everything in our power to try and make sure that just because we've gotten to the basement, we can't act like we're in the penthouse. I mean, we're making progress, and, and we've made progress. But we are, when I evaluate and, and look at progress that African Americans have made in many ways, when it comes to economic, when it comes to ownership, when it comes to having resources, that belong to us and 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 we got a long way to go i I mean we are way Mm -hmm. 
way. As a matter of fact, I think we've actually lost ground. You know, when 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 twenty years ago in Chicago, twenty five years ago, I can think of automobile dealerships that don't exist anymore. I can think of banks that used to be here that we don't have. I can think of all kind of things like grow fresh orange juice and Johnson products and all of these things. I mean, it just, it, it's heartbreaking when you think of the economic losses and we've got to try and regain that. You know, when things stop flourishing, no Ebony magazine, you know, no Jet, no Defender. Uh, yeah, it, it, and yet we make different levels of progress. It's hard to find a soul food restaurant to go get yourself some grits and, you know. Give me some good food. I, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'd be longing for that. <laughs> yeah. We used to have so much fun going to breakfast at Edna's yeah, yeah. and Gladys's and, yeah. you know, yeah. hot biscuits, steaming and, and, and the aromas. Yeah. It's hard to find, though. Yeah, and that, that you know, you you brought up a beautiful image, though, uh, Congressman, when you said the, the penthouse issue. And some people feel like they've been, you know, uh, pushed into a level where they can live without, right? So they're they're in the penthouse somewhere in Hollywood or wherever. <laughs> but we, you know, but but the building, any kind of building you're building, uh, many people think about. Well, there's a foundation, and then you put a frame around that foundation. But before you even put the foundation down, you have to put the footings down. And we need to have our footings in the community. We need to have our presence in uh, business um, in multiple aspects, but uh, especially in this new energy and technology sector because much uh, there's a lot of money going into it, uh, the technology from computers and all that. So, Rob, so how, how do we um, – so r what is your perspective on, you know, getting this thing moving on the – you know, on getting us on the uh, right track to make sure that people um, are – looking at this broadband and making sure that they are participating in the process. Uh, well, yeah, I will, I will say it simply because I'm, first of all, I'm so excited that Congressman Davis is here because <laughs> it's hard to find knowledgeable elected officials. People don't necessarily intend not to be knowledgeable. So it's not like a slight on anyone, but when he understands what it takes in our communities, and I would say, number one, as a business owner, I have to be more than ready. And the, the second piece is I have to be willing to collaborate and cooperate and bring other people with me because we have to do that together. So, so being ready, being willing to share, being willing to work together. Okay, great. You know, we ran out of time, and I'm telling you, this every time I get on with Congressman Davis and uh, the, the, the likes of uh, uh, Rob uh, Howard <laughs> and uh, Rod Matthews, we we seem to we need to have at least 24 hours to be on this station. But we have to bring you back for a long segment at uh, you know at some point on this because this is so critical 
I mean, it is at the heart of everything that we're doing right now, this energy battle. So I want to thank you, Congressman Davis. As usual, you are the preeminent congressman. And then Ron Howard, of uh, your uh, company, uh, Zodiac Solutions, and then uh, Rod Matthew, uh, the owner of Breathing in Energy. Make sure that you uh, patronize our partners who are absolutely working on your behalf. And we're going to be back in a moment. Just stay with us. Stay with us. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.